right, welcome to Homeschool, the podcast where Andrew Rivers and I, Corey Michaelis, perform about 10 minutes of monologue jokes and then bullshit about comedy, current events, and our social lives. So just comedy and current events. Um, and each week we have a guest that acts as our live audience. This week we are with the wonderful DJ Sandu, who's in Vegas right now, I assume, right? Yes, sir. All right. Welcome. Glad to have you. Um, any any live date? You, you're a fucking road dog, so you got live dates, I bet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been on the road since July. Uh, yeah. But yeah, right now I've got uh, this week coming up. I'll be in Lincoln City, Oregon. Uh, I think on the 24th, I'm doing a show back here in Vegas. And the first week of April, I'm in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Okay. All right. I've never been. Uh, Lincoln City is yeah. great. That's a fun. Who do you know? Who you're there with? That's a fun. Uh, Gabriel Rutledge. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun, fun weekend. Yeah, yeah. The casino. Uh, they'll be they'll be uh not masked up. I bet you. And uh, <laughs> but it's right on the water too. It's fun to walk. It's fun to run right out to the beach from your hotel room, and then the um. The woman that used to work that front door, she's awesome. She's amazing. I wonder if she still works there. Uh, Jasmine, she's pretty cool. So anyway, if she's there, tell it sounds like there's that. a story there, Corey. No, 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 no story. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no story. Nope, uh, no story. She's uh, I think engaged, maybe. Nice lady. Um, Andrew, you got anything live? Uh, Tacoma Comedy Club, uh, March seventh. With Corey Michaelis. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then April 1st, Salem, Oregon, some outdoor free show. Um, and uh, that's, that's looking like it right now. Yeah, I got a busy weekend this Friday. I'm up here in Arlington. I'm on all the rural little areas. Arlington, Washington. It's already sold out, actually. Saturday, Enumclaw. We're with Andrew Rivers. If you heard of him, uh, doing a Who's theater that? there. And then two shows in Tacoma on Sunday, March 7th. Very excited. Hopefully it's all uh, COVID-free. Uh, but let's, uh, let's do some jokes. What do you say, Andrew? Hey, sounds good. Three-second pause first because we don't know how to edit. I know how to edit for the record, but uh, Corey won't let me do anything. But hey, welcome back to Homeschool Podcast, episode 32 with Corey Michaelis and I'm Andrew Rivers. The CDC says it's best to not drink for three days after your vaccine shot to make sure your immune system is performing at its best. That can't be right. Uh, whenever I drink, I become immune to the pain deep inside of me. So I think my immune system is working just fine. Your but uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so is my blood alcohol level. But uh, three days sober, I don't know. That sounds tough. I think I'm just going to stay home and drink until they test it out some more. Wait, so yeah. so heroin's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good with it's, that. Yeah, I mean, you can Jack use the same Daniels. needle. And yeah. Jack, <laughs> Jack Daniels is bad, but yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you wanna... I'll probably find anyway because I only binge drink for two days in a row. So three days drinking is no big. Yeah, yeah. Well, Corey, I I have been worried about your drinking. So 
Uh, well, it's called should... self-care, actually. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, good rebranding. Uh, either way, you're not getting a vaccine anytime soon. Uh, Joe Biden wants to vaccinate teachers quickly to reopen schools, but half the states aren't listening. I think schools are safe. Kids are generally not affected severely by COVID-19, and the asbestos in the building should kill off any coronavirus anyway. Yeah, it's good. Very safe. Uh, uh, I mean, kids are giant balls of disease in the first place. No wonder COVID doesn't affect them. It shows up and goes, yeah, there's no room. Everything's already been infected. Uh, kids are this bad. Kids are basically the same as bats. They, they hang upside down. They poop on everything, and they use high pitched screeches to move around. <laughs> I, for real, I can never, I can never tell the difference between the sound of children having fun and children in grave danger. <laughs> All they do is just, the only sound that they make is fucking annoying. I live, uh, there's a school behind my house. Uh, obviously, Andrew doesn't live. Are here. you allowed to live there? <laughs> <laughs> I, he is. He's just not allowed to look outside. <laughs> and uh, yeah, recess is insane. I don't know how those teachers of young kids do it. But either way, I'm glad we're having this whole conversation uh, halfway through the second school year of COVID. I mean, it's not like any of this could have been prepared for in advance, you know? Yeah. I mean, who would no, have seen no this coming last March, you know? <laughs> or uh, maybe but, or three years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, the timing lines up with the 90-day return policy on Best Buy laptops. So most parents just want to get their kids back to in-person schooling. But teachers don't feel safe. Well, most teachers feel like they shouldn't have to work in person and take the same risks as nurses, doctors, gas station workers, warehouse workers, cops, servers, delivery guys, mail carriers. Well, deep down, we know we're better than everyone else is what we're saying. Yeah, well, uh, our parent teacher conferences on Zoom now. Uh, hey, Mr. Johnson, uh, you're muted. I can see where your son gets his learning difficulties from and his drinking problem. Put your pants back on. I, oh, boy. <laughs> a new study says people who wear glasses are less likely to get COVID because uh, nobody wants to be within six feet of a nerd. Right? Uh, finally, something to use those blue blockers for. Yeah. Blue blockers. Those are my balls right now. Just <laughs> giant blocks of blue. Speaking of a bunch of nerds. NASA just landed a rover on Mars. Uh, the first picture was of Ted Cruz in swim trunks. <laughs> they beamed back the first sounds ever recorded on a distant planet. And we got we got the recording. We'd like to play it oh, yeah? for everyone right make now. Make sure this is... Uh... <laughs> oh, they must get this podcast over there. I don't know if that worked, but... Uh... I thought you were just going to play your special. I uh, hit the wrong button and uh, <laughs> it's all good. I thought it would have been Despacito. Like, <laughs> God damn it, we're not over the song yet. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Andrew, what about Ted Cruz? What's he got going on? Uh, well, he's not the only one dying to get out of the house. 38% uh, of Americans uh, would give up sex for a year just to travel again, a survey says. Uh, we know someone who made that deal. Hey, Corey, how was Tulsa? <laughs> I did not have sex 
Also, you didn't even have to make the deal, and you've been traveling all over. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, in Tulsa, I invited someone saved in my phone as Tiffany Tinder Tulsa to the show, and she wrote back, Chinga tu madre, which is fuck your mother in Spanish. So I, I don't think it was Tiffany. Um, so instead, you, you fucked your mother in German? <laughs> Yeah, it's, I think it's, uh, you should have uh, wrote back, build the wall. Uh, <laughs> also, it's Oklahoma, so maybe it wasn't meant as disrespect, but like uh, more encouragement, you know, like, hey, go ahead, man. Fuck your mother. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I was in Tulsa for five days and uh, I told them I wanted to experience everything the city had to offer. And I did not need five days. I was five hours would have cut it. You, you, do, you got five days worth of work in five hours, but uh, good for you. Easy to give up something you don't get a lot of. Uh, I would trade uh, 30 weeks of road comedy for 30 weeks of staying home, having sex twice a night. Uh, first show's at 8, second show's at 10. <laughs> Let's make it 10.30. Uh, yeah, we got to turn over the room. So, uh, and turn over Andrew. Hey. Yeah. That same study Come on my back. <laughs> that study you were talking about says nearly half would give up their job. 38% would give up sex for a year. And one in five said they would dump their partner if it meant they could take a trip in the near future. Uh, what kind of couple is that, by the way? A COVID denier and a diabetic with asthma? Yeah. I think they meant dump their husband off the side of a cruise ship. I see. Or I think that maybe they took this survey in the White House. <laughs> I'll dump <laughs> I'll dump my partner. Uh, Lady Gaga, <laughs> she's in the news. Her, her dogs were stolen, and her dog walker was shot four times before the dogs were kidnapped. She offered half a million in reward money, and her entire staff immediately asked for a raise. Yeah, California's getting dangerous these days. Uh, there's a new COVID variant strain from California causing even more problems. Sounds like coronavirus went to L.A. and got some work done. You go, girl. You look amazing. <laughs> what are those, double Ds? <laughs> it's, a, it's CV-19s. I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, Tiger Woods might need a mulligan after his last drive. Uh he was in a car accident and has been recovering in the hospital. Details aren't clear yet, but it looks like maybe he swerved so he wouldn't hit an eagle. Oh, well, well hitting an eagle is actually good. So I guess he swerved to hit an eagle, which I knew he wasn't a true American. He's probably born in Kenya or some shit. Uh, key state <laughs> Senate official. <laughs> ruled a minimum wage hike. Uh, to $15 an hour couldn't stay in Biden's COVID-19 stimulus plan. Uh, it's mind-blowing, by the way, to watch people try and argue that that's actually a lot of money, right? Like, you think $15 an hour is a lot? You should see what I pay strippers an hour. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Imagine how much surgery is going to cost if we have to start paying nurses $15 an hour. I know. <laughs> that was a, that's a whole argument every time I was like, so you mean to tell me that somebody who works at McDonald's should get paid as much as a teacher? I'm like, I I think that teachers should get paid too. <laughs> uh, and also, like, I don't understand who's sitting around like, fucking, well, why do they get as much money as a EMT or something like that? It's like, well, 
if you don't want to be an EMT anymore, you could just go to Taco Bell. Yeah, I guess right. an EMT, I did look at only two states in the entire country pay EMTs more than $15 an hour. Washington uh, and uh, one of them, which is wild. But uh, you know, um, there's got to be uh, yeah, yeah, all sure. these life saving, um, you know, the nurses, EMTs, they aren't going to be as important because fast food is going to start costing $50 a meal. Didn't you hear? <laughs> Uh, uh, do surgery on my crunch wrap supreme, uh, put it back together. <laughs> things fall apart. Hey, I used to, uh, I used to like nurse TikToks, but uh, now that I know they're vaccinated, I don't feel as bad. Uh, I'm kind of like, hey, stop dancing, get to work. Yeah, but uh, hey, good news new migrant detention centers open under Biden. Good news, time for Fox News to start praising him for doing the right thing, but uh, don't worry, they're sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Ugh, why isn't there a conservative insurance? Um, <laughs> Biden also bombed Syria this week, officially christening his presidency. <clears throat> well, you know, they shot rockets at our military bases that we said we would remove 12 years ago. So we, what is he supposed to do? Follow through with his word or something? Crazy. <laughs> he ain't no punk. Uh, yeah. This just in, by the way, also uh, less than a month in, and Biden already blocked college debt forgiveness. The goddamn commie bastard. Is this the version of socialism where everyone goes hungry? Is that... Yeah, I think so. It's good. It's my favorite version. That's uh, the Republicans' version also. <laughs> An FBI intelligence <laughs> report describing plans for violence was emailed the night before the January 6th riot but never read by Capitol Police or Washington, D.C. leaders. But I get it. I mean, I have 2,900 emails I haven't read, so. Well, I mean, 80% of those are Cialis refills and child support notifications and triple run availabilities. And... <laughs> World Series, well, you, World Series you of actually comedy, get booked? Yeah. <laughs> World, yeah. World Series of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. two days left to get Joe's scheming deal. <laughs> Joe got stuck out in the cold. And <laughs> Whoa, we locked him out. We got four hours left to get this deal. I, uh, <laughs> I've had trouble being bothered by any of these stories about those riots because uh, Storm the Capitol is what my girlfriend texts me when she wants to have sex. I'm just like, oh. hey, hey, baby, why don't you cue it on in me? <laughs> We're not wearing protection, but uh, hey. <laughs> Uh, Johnson and Johnson just released a new vaccine. Uh, I don't know why I made it sound like it's a, a sneaker drop or whatever, Magic but Johnson uh, Johnson. yep, two names, one shot. And uh, why are we vaccinating old people? I don't know. I think this is backwards. Grandma isn't going anywhere. We need to vaccinate people under 25, give them a stimulus check and some cocaine. This economy will get back to normal in no time. It's a great idea. Uh, if you're elected, I mean, or you can give the cocaine to the grandma. Just yeah, give her cocaine. She'll sell <laughs> it to her that. grandkids. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever way you want to get it going. Look, I just want more cocaine in the world. There you go. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, Cherokee, uh, the native tribe, the Cherokees. They're asking Jeep to change the name of its popular four x four SUV. Uh, nonsense. Jeep is honoring the Cherokee name with their rugged off-road vehicle. 
just uh, honoring the tribes who were great navigators because white people kept forcing them to move. Uh, I say don't make them change it. Give them royalties. You know, if they're going to use your name, hand over the dough. You want to call Absolutely. a team the Redskins and pay the natives for the right to use it. Yeah, I know it would make that deal. And introducing the Birmingham, Alabama N-words, but with a soft <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. I know you're going to give me that joke to tell. All right. Uh, anyway, I'm sure uh, we'll talk about your last weekend performing, headlining at laughs, but like, how's your regular life? How's uh, everything going? Doing anything? Oh, yeah. Went for a hike last week. It was a good time. People made fun of me for breathing too loud on my Instagram story and uh, back off. I've been on tour. I haven't been hiking in a. Plus, I have a certain. Uh, you know, creative process that sometimes fills my lungs with smoke. So, oh, you mean you're a pothead? <laughs> um, I prefer to think of it as uh, I lead a plant-based lifestyle. Ah, okay. Well, our guest today probably uses plant-based lifestyle. I don't know. <laughs> Are you allowed to eat pork? I don't know your <laughs> rules. <laughs> Please welcome. To the show, our buddy DJ Sandu, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we need that one. We need bow, bow, bow. Oh, oh on your soundboard? He was, he was trying to applaud you. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man, how are you? What's going on? What's new? Uh, not a whole lot. Well, I mean, I'm sure for anybody listening, a, a lot, a lot, but uh, I live in Vegas, so everything's yeah. been pretty normal for a long fucking time now yeah were they not doing distancing crowds or like reduced capacity or what, what's going on down there yeah it's like reduced capacity but like this is pretty much like this is what i've always wanted vegas to look like like there's no all the clubs are closed down like i don't go to clubs anyway i don't miss hakasan i don't want to fucking be at Dre's. <laughs> like my favorite bars are open omega i, I barely go to casino like i mean comedy shows yeah. are going uh, but they're at reduced capacity. Uh, so, I mean, any show I'm headlining is... <laughs> nah, Jesus Christ, no. He's the worst. But, like, I mean, reduced capacity, that's like the biggest crowd I've ever performed for anyway. Yeah. So, I just hope uh, Carrot Top to is making it through all this unscathed. You know? he, they, just, they just announced that he's coming back uh, next week, I think. That's fine. Oh, God. He's, can't I can't wait. I, I love Carrot Top. I don't know why he was showing him so I much. do. I love... I, Every, what was that TV show, Make Me Laugh or whatever? Oh, yeah. That was a good time. Dude, he's, I the, hear the he's really, like, really nice, too. He's he's hard to look at. I'll give you that. But like, <laughs> well, but he's funny, man. This is why we do a podcast. I'm not speaking out on anybody's looks here because uh, you got to pay for the video. And, uh, what no are one... some of his props going to be just like? <laughs> Needles. Oh God, I can't wait and, uh, to see what his props are going to be after this. He's had an entire year of not being able to perform and a lot of fuckery to work with. Yeah, that'd be interesting, huh? Fun. Well, that's cool. You, uh, you're um, there's a handful of comedians who have moved uh, to Vegas. Are they? Is is your guess that they're all permanent, or are they? Is it temporary, or does it depend? Are you permanent? What's up? What's the plan? I'm permanent. Uh, I think that most of them are permanent. Like the people that are moving here. Yeah. Uh, At least until few... Ice finds him. But uh... yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then 
then I can be in one of those beautiful rebranded detention facilities. Yeah, yeah. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Uh, See, he's tearing for, up just thinking about it. I, I think the people that are at like my level-ish, uh, we're permanent. And then the people that are a little bit below me that uh, are going to have trouble getting in with. Like, I feel like if you're already in with a club when you move to a city, then you'll be fine. But if your goal is to move to a city and then get in with his clubs, you're pretty fucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially if you have a dozen other people, you know, uh, who also moved. I mean, Austin, you got all these open micers moving to Austin <laughs> so they can do five minutes on a Kill Tony or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kill Tony uh, on what? Yeah, whatever shows there. And I mean, yeah, Austin's not. getting overrun, but like. And here's the thing, there's there's no comedy club in Austin. Like they just have like a huge independent scene. That's true. So I mean that's that's all fine and well, but like that's a very disjointed uh plan of action. Uh, here there's yeah. somebody has like, to be uh thinking about opening one there. I mean, well, well the, the rumor is rogue yeah. yeah. And Cap City's gonna reopen, I hear, and uh Creek in the Cave from New York City moved to Austin. They move so there's a lot of rumors about like hey, in six months or a year, this will be the new yeah, hub. And it's like all right, well, opportunities. I can like, move there in a year, you know. I'm not gonna fucking move exactly. there right now. They're not gonna sit there like, Oh, well, Corey Michaelis has been camping out since before we even signed the lease, so he's right. first on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the stock market where you have to get in early or whatever. Yeah, I'm 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 camping out for open mic right now. Just yeah, um, for real. I'm buying into Comedy Creek futures. Don't they had the Laugh Factory used to I used to hear stories all the time about like, oh, I waited seven hours in line for a Laugh Factory open mic or something like that. Yeah, day, dude, maybe. it was two Tuesdays on uh, the Hollywood one was uh, and it was I think it was like six o'clock or something like that. It was like five o'clock. Crazy. Yeah. And it was it was a hell hell gig, man. Like because it would be uh, the first I think it was like the first 25 that got in were guaranteed to go up uh, or it was the first 10 or something. I think it was first 10. Yeah. Uh, and then they would only let 100 in altogether. And then from that first 10 guaranteed to get up the next 90 or a bucket draw and the entire audience is the hundred fucking people that you are waiting in line pissed so pissed that they're not getting up yeah you can imagine how good your reactions are every fucking two minutes whoever had the set of the night uh got invited back for a five minute spot on the next tuesday in front of a fresh new hundred bitter open micers uh it's Impossible. Sounds like a great way to cultivate a young comedy scene. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our, uh, you know, Tacoma here, they've taken the approach in this last, I mean, they've all been open a month, basically, but um, of basically booking, like, really, really big names that are willing to work right now and just adding show after show after show after show, you know, all day long doing shows. J.P. Sears might do 11-plus shows and... Uh, but some clubs are taking the approach of like booking people like me and being like, we're only doing two shows total all weekend long. And yeah, uh, what have you done that you like were like, oh, this was a really good weekend still, even though it was, uh, I don't know, even though the rules were different. Actually, uh, everything, every week I've gotten has been almost sold out. Uh, right. 
like last two songs, but they sell out every week anyway. Right. Uh, like Skyline, the only show we, the third, the last show, uh, I think we had like 40 people there or something like that. It was, it was a light show, but there was this huge blizzard coming in. And so like when I got there for the early show, uh, that parking lot was just cars. When I walked outside in between the first and second show, it was completely whited out. And when I came out for the, after the second show ended, snow was fucking packed. So oh, wow. Damn. Huh. Uh, they wouldn't have come out for Joe Rogan either. Like it wasn't sure. it wasn't safe to be out. I wonder what la- I wonder why laughs because I feel like people in Arizona and Tucson would go out right now. So I wonder if I wonder if they just did like, hey, we're doing five shows instead of reducing to three shows. If they bumped it up to six shows and reduced the capacity, I wonder if they could rake in some dough. I don't know. Well, laughs is uh, or Tucson in general is uh, a much more level headed pragmatic city than phoenix is that's true. phoenix was yeah. like fuck it there's no rules it's all a hoax by pelosi and the libs and they just have kept it open but also phoenix has uh phoenix has way more hospitals than tucson does so they don't have to they don't have because everything's based off of how many beds are available sure, yeah. yeah and tucson doesn't have very many beds to begin with so they've they've been on a very strict 10 o'clock curfew up until like a uh, month ago well, that's going to be hard to add shows then, yeah. Uh, Andrew, you just did laughs, the other laughs. Uh, yeah, Seattle. Spelled properly, and uh, how was it? <laughs> uh, man, it's good. You know, it's uh, it's 25% capacity out here. And uh, I think, uh, well, Corey, you probably haven't done a bunch of these shows, but um, to me, it feels normal on stage, but it, when I watch the video, I'm like, God, there's no laughter here, you know. Like, um, I think that's just our. So, so it's normal. Road... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normal. So it's just normal how I feel, you know. I get off stage like I killed, and then I watch the video. I'm like, they were booing me, <laughs> but um, you have uh, yeah, set dysmorphia, but like the other way. <laughs> yeah, in a in a weird way. I mean, like. There's times, I mean, last night I headlined a 2 p.m. show at Laughs and, or at uh, Tacoma, and that was, uh, you know, pretty full for 25% capacity. And, uh, and then there were times, like, in between jokes where I'm like, okay, this pause is, uh, is uh, yeah, what up? Uh, the, you know, the pauses and the, you know, the wave just takes a little, it's a sharper decline, I guess, but... Um, right. But yeah, fun time. I mean, Angela and Dave, I, I mean, they used to put me up on open mic and give me three minutes. And uh, so they've known me for 12 years. And so, you know, it's it was nice for them to call me and say like, hey, you're the first guy we thought of when we're reopening. Do you want a gig? And I'm like, as long as it's not Corey, absolutely. And uh, but uh, funny. So they're both vaccinated, which was which made the weekend a little more stress free because I'm like, you know, if, I I know Dave's got some. Uh, not worried about killing your second parent. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to kill the club owner that, that the only club owner that likes me out here. But, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, funny. But the way they um, so this is kooky. I bought a new merch suitcase just to hold a a lot more uh, t-shirts and stuff. And and laughs has never been a huge merch club for me, but um. 
just because they don't have a lot of extra space and they really cram people in. That was the best club for 25% capacity because, you know, it's it's not like Tacoma where there's this big giant room and, it, you know, these people are really shoved in there. And um, But anyway, I, so they're doing two shows a night which was which every show was basically sold out for whatever you know the sellout 60 70 people was and um so in between the first show uh angela says uh oh we're gonna have them exit out the door directly outside and so i was trying to figure out where to sell my merch and so i've sold merch outside before so i was like all right i'll just do it outside so i kind of set my stuff up and uh, prop the suitcase kind of open and uh, you know, lay out a T-shirt on a stool or whatever. And then I'm on stage. I get off stage. I'm walking outdoors and Angela is like, stop. There's like a hailstorm and it's snowing and it's like just a thunderstorm yeah. came through. And so everything's freaking out. And I'm like, oh, OK. And so I thought like, oh, they're probably not going to make everyone just walk outdoors. They'll probably have them come through this. And so I was like, oh, hey, where'd you put my merch? And she's like, oh, it's still out there. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, cool. Thanks. Like, appreciate that. <laughs> so I run outdoors and like, luckily, you know, there's kind of like a partial roof. So like, yeah, only like a couple T-shirts got soaked or whatever. And the flap was kind of open. So um, and now I'm like, I should have just closed. I don't know why I need to display it, but I thought I'd save my time. So I run indoors and I'm like putting it, you know, kind of by where they sell tickets. And then as I'm like standing there, everyone else is walking, walking out, out the, door. yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> oh, great. Well, and so then one guy, one random guy finds me on the way to the bathroom. I'm like carrying some merch. So I'm like, maybe if I run in there, you know, and one hey, guy's everybody. like, yeah, where's your, uh, where, where are you selling your shirts? I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, all right, I'll try to find you. And I go, okay. And so then I didn't sell anything that show. And, um, and so then, um, so then second show, they all come through the way they came in and, uh, it wasn't, you know, I sold like three shirts or something like that. It wasn't super effective, but, uh, so then this Saturday show, I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm just going to stay. There's that back area where yeah. all the comics kind of hang out and because they don't have a green room. Flip and, the lights uh, on and yeah. Yeah. The, so I was like, I'll just I'll sit right there. I set my stuff up, put it out on the table, kind of set it aside, look to make sure it wasn't going to rain in the roof or whatever. <laughs> but uh, so then I'm on stage and I'm doing a merch pitch and I go and I look over to the exit and I go, hey, they're going to make you go out there, but I don't want to block the exit because it's real narrow. And uh, so I'm just going to be in the back selling my merch and, and I'm looking over there and then I see my suitcase sitting right by the exit. And I'm like, well, that's not all right. And I go, well, I guess I am selling merch right there. <laughs> so so I go over that. I you know, I, I'm also. I have two cameras going, uh, a board audio thing. You know, I'm trying to film a thing and get good quality audio and video. And so I have to run, turn off two cameras, make sure the power on my Zoom recorder is not being sucked off. And then uh, uh, it sounds real hot. And then, Just uh, like me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I run over there and then... Um, 
I'm like trying to undo the zippers and Angela is sitting there and she's like, oh, I zipped it up to move it. And uh, I was like, well, yeah, you could have just picked it up or whatever. But so and it's like a whole there's like elaborate. There's like two sets of zippers. You know how they do that on some suitcases where they're like, this one's to make it. So now I'm like trying to figure out which and like people are just storming the Capitol behind me, just leaving the building. And I'm like, no, I swear I got, you know, I got more (laughs) stuff, you know, and I'm blocking. It's not suitcases. What is happening? Yeah, it's crazy. So just a whole ordeal. And then finally, the late show, I just set it up in the back and I sold, you know, the most I'd ever sold, you know, in in a show there. But uh, took you four shows to figure it out. But yeah, it took a couple shows, but um, did you bring? I can't remember. Do you bring something? On the yeah, road? I was about to say, uh, like a year ago, I was in Little Rock, Arkansas at Looney Bin, and they don't have a lobby to sell your shit in. Like you just have to sell it outside on the fucking on the strip mall patio, and uh, like I set up next to a piano store or something. <laughs> I was I was featured for somebody. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but. Uh, it's storming, so people already just want to get the fuck out, and like no one's trying to line up trying to buy your stupid shirt. Uh, and so I go outside. Headliner gets his light. I go outside. I set up my merch, but what I do is I have a uh, I sell a women's tank top. Uh, and so what I did is I got a sex doll, an inflatable, fucking like the yeah. <laughs> the, Corey's the, very familiar. <laughs> I, I got so I had Corey's mom come out and hey. uh, uh, Mine's and what I do classroom. is I, I put I put uh, the shirt on the sex doll so that like it like I have like a a display and then there's wow. like an extra punchline for people as they're walking out. Uh, I go set it up. I walk inside. Uh, Someone's fucking, fucking the sex doll show, when you come the out. Show gets out. <laughs> the crowd's getting out. I come out. I'm like, where the fuck is my doll? And I look out in the, and it's just floating. Oh no! It's just fucking floating <laughs> off the balcony into like towards the uh, uh, the movie theater that AMC tie, that's across the. You, dude, you it gotta was, tie fake women down, is what you know. It was, it was heartbreaking. Man. <laughs> All I could think is like, "Fuck, man!" There goes another twenty-five dollars shirt. <laughs> and a no, no. That's fun. I uh do actually that sex doll was hella expensive, man. Yeah, I I uh too much, I'm sure. I, that I bought so many shirts before. You guys know Josh Sneed, he does a t shirt company. Yeah, yeah. I've told this story to Andrew, but not on the podcast. He just he <clears throat> he won't send me an invoice for my last order because I think he's trying to be nice. Like he's just trying to be like cool. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I appreciate it, but I owe you a lot of money and uh and uh, also, I'd like to make another order, and I don't want to be like, "Hey, uh, so, so I don't know." Which I own. Same rate as last time, huh? I know. I <laughs> well, I so I have like sixty shirts. You hear that, everybody? If you buy a T-shirt from Corey, he gets his uh, supply for free, so the price should <laughs> so... be dropped in half. Exactly. Uh, so the. Uh, uh, I also don't want to do the joke anymore, so I'm like, uh, so do the crowds. I know that's why, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what. Like, I, Adam was just like, "Well, do you have a new idea?" And I was like, "I don't." <laughs> so yeah, might need to make another batch. I don't know. 
I yeah, I, I wondered about that too because I'm like my supply is kind of getting down to like the lower end, and I was like, should I just make another huge order? But I'm also like, touring is so inconsistent. I don't want to sit on 17 boxes of T-shirts for another year. Am I, am I really going to commit to telling this joke for another year? However uh, long it takes to sell me these goddamn shirts. Well, and I, I, uh, I was thinking. I've seen some people like the person I was working with this week just didn't do the joke. He just uh, T-shirt up, and he was like, "I just sell this shirt." And but that's worked for me actually. Like I've done pretty well off of that. There's been a few yeah. times where like I just ran out of time. And I was right. like, shit, uh, I didn't have time to get to this joke. I do the joke, well, and I like run, like just give them the punchline, and then yeah. I do the shirt, and people are like, oh, man, I wish you had time to. But what ends up happening is I, I end up selling more DVDs on that. Yeah, on yeah. Shows. Well, I happen to have the joke right here. Because ah, well, okay. then people are like, uh, people are like, oh, wow, there's like so much more material, and it looks like I would have liked that material. You're like, as oh, well. it's just like, like three more jokes, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's literally just a different introduction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably Nat, wearing the same outfit too. Nat, Nat Baymill, that was who he he did because his shirt is also the title track or the title of his album or something. I don't know. So he didn't do any of it and was just like, here you go if you want to hear it. So maybe that's the way to go. Um, at least until. Uh, at least while I have them and I don't want to do, do it anymore. Did you, uh, you were doing new stuff, obviously, Andrew, I was doing a bunch of new, which was fun and it was working and that's always yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, man. I think I got about, uh, you know, 35 minutes of, uh, stuff and, um, uh, you know, it's cool. What's also cool is that, um, because I haven't been able to perform in my home city forever, that's like I've uh, outside of your home. Felt, yeah, I felt yeah. like a little bit of like a loser, you know, where I'm like, I keep doing these road gigs and everyone's like, dude, you're great. And I'm like, yeah, I used to uh, you should be so much more popular. And I'm like, I used to sell theaters in my city, but I but I felt like kind of like a like my career. I got nothing going. I'm a piece of shit. And um, but then I like do these gigs like at my home, like a club I started at or whatever. And like there was like old waitresses that haven't worked there in five years that like bought tickets. And there was just like, you know, regular customers or fans or whatever. People that are like, hey, we already have the shirt. We love the new stuff. And and that I was like, oh, I feel so like validated, validated and yeah. I, yeah exactly i'm like oh i'm not a piece of shit i mean you know people do like me you know no, you're so you gotta look in the shit. mirror once in a while and do the Stuart smalley thing and go like not for that reason. i am good and people like me and do you uh dj you've been uh like we're always curious like because we, we interview comics and like there's a wide range from like i'm not writing any jokes because i'm not doing any shows and i don't know how to do that and i don't know but uh, you've been working since July, so uh, have you been doing material about what's been going on, and or what's like? How do you generally no? Uh, for the most part, I try to because one, every fucking comic's doing it. Yeah. So I don't want to be like women be shopping. <laughs> like I don't want to do the same. I've never wanted to do the same topics that everybody else is doing. So. I've been staying away from COVID material, uh, one, because it feels kind of hacked to me at this point. Uh, two, uh, I don't want 
I mean, the audience has been doing nothing but thinking about this one fucking thing for every minute that they've been awake for a year now. Uh, so I want this to be not only their escape from COVID, but my escape from COVID. Like I want one full hour of not mentioning this motherfucking thing because you can't go an hour without talking about it right now. So I've intentionally, uh, and then I don't like, I don't end the show with like, by the way, if you haven't noticed, I haven't said COVID for the whole hour. Like I I want them to even walk out, like not even consciously knowing that they haven't thought about this uh, an entire hour. And that has, uh, I think that's helped my pocket a lot uh, because I had, since July, I've been selling way more merch than usual and that could be because i'm a better comic it could be because i'm the one that's not talking about COVID. yeah, yeah I, I mean uh, it's really hard for them to to you know they don't even think about it and then they walk out and you've got your your face mask and your uh your face shield and your rubber gloves and your hand sanitizer and they're like <laughs> thank god he didn't bring up COVID. Uh, we forgot yeah, really. about it you know <laughs> yeah really but honestly, man, like it's uh, it's because that's what comedy's supposed to be an escape from from your reality. Uh, so I want at least that time I'm on, I'm on stage. I do have a few jokes that I'm like, all right, well, I could burn these because these aren't going to make it to my special. So fuck it. Like, I don't want I. So I put those on stage and just immediately like caption them and film on Instagram and then never go back to that joke again. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I mean, I have a bunch of new material and I'm revisiting old material that, uh, didn't work, but I was talking to somebody last night and I was like, I think that I'm like, I think I now have the skills to make that concept funny. Whereas before it was just a funny concept and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find my way to the punchline. You got COVID though, right? Yeah, I had it, uh, Thanksgiving week. Damn. Did it kick your ass or how'd you feel? Uh, it was rough. Uh, I mean, I'm fine. I, I mean, walking upstairs hurts. Like I get, I'll get winded pretty quickly. Uh, that's why Andrew I was going to ask you if you had COVID and that's why you're. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, I do a bit about like, I don't think I've had it. I think I'm the only one who doesn't think they've had it. Everyone I talk to is like, we had it back in 2012. Shit was crazy. And right. uh, but I make the joke like, I think I'm going to know because everyone I know is like, maybe you were asymptomatic. I'm like, I think I would know. <laughs> like my friends that I sort of compare with, like, maybe my, my immune you know, I don't know how healthy we are, but uh, my you know. immune system isn't strong enough for me to not have symptoms. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I would be amazed if I was asymptomatic, but that'd be I will. I would hope that that's the case because I. I used to be really safe and ever, and now I'm kind of like, I mean, whatever at this point, like that's, that's how everybody is now. We don't have, uh, that's what like everybody's trying to compare this to like 1918 and shit like that. It's like, well, you gotta understand this generation does not have the attention span to sit through a five second commercial on a YouTube video. You think that they're going to go an entire fucking year obeying the rule? Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's just interesting because I've wanted to talk about this a little bit on stage, but it's it's just weird that like I do make a joke about like Oklahoma was in phase who gives a shit the whole time. And uh, but every, but like the numbers aren't that different from states that were like, we got to lock down everything and not do anything. And 
And I just I don't understand how any of it works. And so all I know is that I'm very low risk and I stay away from people that are high risk and uh, and I get tested uh, pretty regularly. So uh, I try to be as responsible as possible while not necessarily caring that much or being nervous about it. That's it. I'm, I'm like 15 years of that same experience with STDs, <laughs> like very low risk at getting them. Yeah. Stay away from people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I funny. Bet. I added a line last night about, um, I, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to be asymptomatic. Uh, I've never, I've ne well, the premise is uh, I've never been asymptomatic for anything in my life. Like, uh, and I used to do it. I started the joke with like, you know, people wake up with random bruises and they're like, how did that happen? I'm like, I remember every time. But last night I said, I have felt it every time I got chlamydia. I knew. You know, because they say like 50% of people don't have symptoms when they get it. And I'm like, I remember every time I knew you know? before. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once she <laughs> said uh, her name, I knew, I I like, knew oh. when I was going to get it. Inside <laughs> of her, I was like, yeah, this is. Uh... This well, I get planning. paranoid about that anyway. Uh, just uh, I just I've been I've been in the middle of sex like, ah, this is. This is not going to end well, probably in a few weeks, but uh, you know, it all worked out. But uh, actually, wanted to ask you. So I worked on this new joke about. I don't know if you watch The Bachelor at all, DJ. No. Okay, good. It's a terrible show. And no, uh, uh... <laughs> but uh, so my friend was on the show, and she's like this superstar, famous chick now, and uh, she's got like five hundred thousand Instagram followers. And uh, so I started writing this whole joke about her. And uh, I was curious if I we haven't talked in a while now, but I'm curious if I should send her the joke before or just drop it and be like, here's my joke about you. Or is it polite to be like, hey, just a heads up. Uh, this is what I'm saying. And uh, um, here's the thing. Uh, he's going to release. Do it. you oh, with yeah. or without the joke? Do you foresee that the two of you are gonna eventually continue communication with each other? Or I'm sure we'll still, like I think we'll still be friends. Is? I think, uh, I mean, my version of friendship is a lot different than hers. I mean, friends with benefits, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, she's always been, um, I mean, this is the whole thing is like, she'll say like, I, you're my close friend and I want to talk to you and I want to, I want you to be close friends and I want you in my circle. Cause I was telling, she was like getting all this fame and attention. And I was kind of like, Hey, I get it. You're busy. And she's like, no, 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 you know, we, we should be friends and we should talk. And I'm like, cool. But then she'll just go a month without saying anything to me. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, a hello uh, or she, how you doing? You know, does she still like or comment on your Instagram posts? Sometimes, I mean, that's another thing is she's under because this that's, contract. That's communication. Yeah, yeah. You know but I mean? mean, so like, for example, I thought of, I thought I posted my set list and I changed the joke about her to basically her name. And then I like screenshotted that and I posted it to my Instagram story to be like, if she actually goes through my Instagram story, she'll see it and then reach out to me and be like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about me or whatever? But she, I checked this morning, she like clicked through two of them and then left. And so I was like, okay, she just gets, she like accidentally goes to my story and then goes, ah, I don't want to see any of this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all right. 
But uh, I just thought it'd be a polite, uh, you know, if I'm going to be talking about someone, then uh, then maybe uh, she would want to not that I would okay. give her any creative control over it. But I, I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, she has now crossed over into public domain. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, if I wrote a joke about her or if yeah. anybody else who watches the show writes a joke about her, I'm not going to reach. I'm like, just to let you know. Like I haven't, sure. I haven't been fucking sliding into Trump's DMs for the last five years to let him know that I'm talking <laughs> shit about him on stage. Uh, when you're a public figure, you yeah. have to assume that people are going to speak about you publicly. Uh, it would actually be in her best interest for you to have that joke about her on stage, caption it out, and then if she shared it, she'd be like, right. "OMG, look at where I am in life." Like people I don't even know are talking about me. Wow, <laughs> this is wild. Thought we were friends, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People I don't even know, fucking claiming they dated me for six months. Well, uh, <laughs> she, well, and she has a story on her TikTok and Instagram about sure. Shitting her pants, I you know I don't know. I don't think it's like you're embarrassing her. Uh, uh, I mean, you're fine. I mean, it's uh, embarrassing yeah, yeah. that she went on a date with you, but that's- <laughs> there you go. You haven't stopped talking about that, so um, I don't. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I mean, that that makes me think of a question I've always wanted to ask uh, DJ. Is like somehow you know I want to know how how do you you are like friends with a lot of like porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? How how uh, were you a fluffer before comedy? Did uh, I charming? I don't know. I have no idea why. Uh, I I mean, it's just because I'm. I guess I'm sex positive, and I don't judge. And whatever you're into, you can fucking be. Corey's HIV positive. So what a coincidence. (laughs) Similar. So how did Uh, did we told you stop sharing needles? Um, trying to get the vaccine. But yeah, that makes I don't sense. Know, I, man. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, they're, 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 I was uh, I was very good friends with one. And then we started dating for a while. Uh, uh, you guys know her. I won't mention her. We're not friends now. Uh, so just don't want to give her any attention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> especially because it's all the fuck that she wants. Uh so I was dating her for a while. Uh, she would take me to a lot of like porn parties and like wow. red carpets and stuff like that. Uh, went to AVN and met a bunch of people there. Uh, she didn't go to any of the parties. I went to. What was better, World movie. Series of Comedy or uh, the AVN Awards? <laughs> uh, I off. Uh, off camera, I'll, I'll share a few stories with you guys. All right, uh, all right. I, for World Series of Comedy, got crazy. Let me tell you, World Series, man. Joe Lowers. I want to do your booking and finances uh, presentation at AVN. <laughs> Dude, that's a, I actually I talk about finances with uh, with porn people a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like I always, I'm always telling them like what they can and can't write off and shit. Like like I'm always helping them out with their with their um, money situation. I met uh, Sylvia Sage is her name, I think, down in uh, L.A. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her at all, but uh, she's a kooky lady. <laughs> but uh, she's uh, does comedy, I guess. And uh, yeah, in, in case you were wondering who I was talking about. Uh... Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even know. I shit. I didn't know that was your girlfriend. All right. 
I was wondering if. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, <laughs> so you can, you can go right on ahead. I won't say anything negative or positive about the woman. Uh, well, I just uh, I think she, well she's um, we've exchanged a few. I just sent her my dick to have her rate it, you know, just for fun because I wanted a porn star's opinion, and uh, she's funny. And uh, but I asked her to share a clip of like my comedy once because she's got a bazillion followers, and she was like, I don't think that's uh, I don't think the people that watch my story will really want to see that. And I was like, all right, that's fair. You know, a bunch of horny dudes like, oh, this is great comedy <laughs> right here. You know? Yeah. But, uh, uh, she's also funny things. So, uh... yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because your... of her comedy. Yeah, but uh, all right. She's also not sharing yours because you're not famous enough. Uh, oh. If you were a famous person, she would a <laughs> hundred. She would do anything the fuck she you like. All she cares about. Is I'm not gonna say anything she, negative or positive. Uh, this is bitch, no, I'm, I'm throwing, chasing. I'm throwing no, that kidding. rule out now. <laughs> I'm throwing that rule out now. Uh, I'm uh, good. It's all good. We were in uh, we were in LA one time, and uh, we're just in like this group, and uh, somebody was talking about like hooking up with comics and about this and that. And I was like, dude, that's bad, bad business. You don't want to hook up with comedians. Like, I don't hook up with anybody inside of the comedy industry. I don't hook up with wait staff, security, yeah. managers, comedians. And she was like, uh, we used to hook up. I was like, yeah, I said I don't fuck comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's as much as I'll uh, uh, I'll go. give you Let's, guys the I'll, I'll give you guys the juice after the after the record button. Is hit so, again. Yeah, I, I, um, I interviewed stripper. Well, I think you uh, broke her heart. Sorry. She, oh, she yeah. all she does is talk about, uh, I want a relation. I want someone who loves me and accepts me. And like all her Twitter is so dramatic. And I'm like, oh, this is the guy responsible now. I, I finally get a, <laughs> uh, a face uh, to the name. There, there may or may not be a little bit of truth to that. Uh, all right. Well, but, you're off the yeah. hot seat now. We can move on. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I uh, uh, I don't know. Just for some reason, I've always had good relationships with sex workers, with strippers and cam girls and stuff like that. Like, I don't so know. So if you were is, gonna write a joke about her or a porn yeah, star, and you're friends with her, would you be like, "Hey, just full disclosure, I I don't really care what you think, but I just wanted you to see it first. I think a, a better a better example would be uh, if I wrote a joke about like Tara Patrick or Jesse Jane, uh, because I'm actually I'm I'm currently friends with them. So if I wrote a joke about one of them, can I send you then, my dick and you can give it to them? Like, can we do like a? I'm just I could just I'll start a group chat. Uh, All right, that sounds good. <laughs> Sounds but like if I wrote a joke, efficient way to send dick pics to me. That's the thing is though, is uh, is I'm currently friends with them, and I'm currently right. in contact. Like if I if I text I if I text her or Patrick, she's gonna text back. Uh, so with her, I would be, I would, I would actually, uh, I would just do the joke. But it's like I know her well enough that, like, I know that I could do the joke and yeah. then just send it to her, and then she'll just laugh her ass off and. Yeah. Uh, but that's just the relationship that I have with her or with Jesse Jane. Uh, oh, women text the, me back all the time. Ugh. On the other hand, like I, uh, uh, like I'm not close enough with Christy Mack to shoot her a message and be like, "Oh, by the way, I'm doing this joke about you." Uh, I if I wrote a joke about her, 
I would definitely uh, just throw it out and hope for the best. Uh, but for the most part, like the thing is, like other than other than like one person in porn, everybody in porn has a very very good sense of humor. everyone else except for one person we won't mention anyone's name but just one lady i'm not saying that there's one there's definitely one or none i'm just saying that like (laughs) there's there's statistically speaking there's got to be like one person that's not very good at having a sense of humor uh and so everybody else is fine uh that's my thing is like if if you're if you've crossed over into public domain then you're all right you're fair game uh but women, uh, so I interview women from my podcast or strippers or sex workers. And, um, what they, uh, one came to the show Wednesday night with her friend and they were, you could tell, you couldn't tell they were strippers, but when you heard they were strippers, you weren't surprised, I guess, based on just their dress. and <laughs> They wore their work outfit to the show. <laughs> Wait, this, was this Tulsa? Yeah. Uh, what was uh, do you remember their names? Was one of them Bella Bandini? No, no. Uh, God, she's such a. Was what's her name? <laughs> Bella Bandini. I'll send you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Either her or her Rachel. No, I know their real name. I know her real name and her her Alice in Wanderlust is her Instagram, and she. I know exactly who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. She's the coolest. <laughs> She brought a friend. Her friend actually isn't doesn't dance yet. So anyway, that's regard. That's beside the point. But they're there. And then on this side of me after the show is a mom with her two daughters, and they are just, you know, regular old ladies, and not old, but the mom was. And so they are being, fangirling a little bit, but also drunk. But there was like, this cattiness, but only, directed towards. The strip, like the stripper, the stripper couldn't have cared less. First of all, the, n- none of them were interested in me. I don't think in any other way, but just comedy. But like they were like, "Oh, he's, do we need to leave?" And I was like, "No, nobody, no. You're, I kind of wanted to chat with you guys because I, you know, just to be cool and nice." And you came out to the show, and this day, and then this <laughs> girl, she might have been interested. Her mom kept being like, "You should come over to our house," and I was like, "Oh, I don't." No, I don't. Why would I'm not doing that? Why would I do that? And then the girl left for a little while, and I was like, "Oh, where did she? Uh, where'd she go?" And they're like, "Oh, she's Facetiming with her boyfriend." I'm like, "She's catty about these strippers being there. She's flirting with me, and then she's because she just can't. Ha- I don't know. She can't handle uh, the insecurity of it. I guess I don't know. It was very." Um... I was like, "Why do you care that there's a stripper here?" <laughs> she's like, "Scared a lot." So, so cat, I don't know. I don't, I guess, what's the equivalent for guys or is there one? Um, yeah, you know what? It's, uh, Rose, and you, I mean... and you see, you see him all the fucking time. Uh, and it's my favorite human on the planet. Uh, it, he's fucking, he's bulked up. He has no fucking personality. And his girlfriend just spent 45 minutes laughing at you on stage. All and right. as they're as they're walking out of the show, they're not like they're not physically affectionate at all. And then as as soon as they notice you, then all of a sudden 
fucking he puts himself between you and her, yeah, puts his yeah. arm around her every fucking time. Uh, and if you haven't noticed it before, you'll start noticing it now. It is the most adorable fucking thing in the world. They will they refuse to let her give you any compliments, and they are actually upset at how much fun she had with you. But that comes out with like a different. It's a different type. Like it's not. Girls do the thing of like, you're so cute and you're so nice and your outfit, like these fake compliments, but it comes. Oh, you mean just like to, to people that are not comedians. And uh, yeah, I, I promise you that that guy's the same way with a fucking handsome waiter sure. or sure, sure. like, I, like we only get to see him in our microcosm, but I bet you that he, he also wouldn't let you fucking merge into traffic if, you look prettier <laughs> than him. Like, yeah, I never get that. When when uh, when somebody's girlfriend flirts with me after a show, the guy's like, I am not threatened whatsoever. Have a blast. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, well, the girl I'm dating now is in, in porn. And so like when people are <laughs> flirting with her, I'm like, All right, looks like uh another OnlyFans subscription. New OnlyFans uh... customer, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's get this Cancun trip to DJ Sandu. All right. You put the you put the menu out for them. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. For real, I'm like, I don't. Venmo me five bucks. I'll shit. just text you a nude right now. That's a that should be like an after the show uh, <laughs> new merch. See, but it's um, it's also like I mean, people, I feel like that jealousy. Uh, it comes from like two different places. One is uh, just like that insecurity and that fear of not being accepted and being alone. Uh, and I understand that. But the other one is uh, like just being fed this myth of monogamy as the only way to be alive. And we're fed this shit from day one. And then when it doesn't work, it causes extreme uh, emotional turmoil for us. Uh, so if people just had the, if people were raised to just believe that like, Yo, it's not the worst thing that could happen if my high school sweetheart leaves me. Uh, your life could Way be to get better. real specific to Corey. <laughs> oh, also, you guys can't see on my camera that I pointed at his square. Oh, uh, okay. That's <laughs> Corey, right here. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the only reason yeah. why that, that heartbreak is so intense is because you had this expectation of foreverness. Right. Uh, and now, like, now you see how temporary things can be. And like, now I've been, I've been in relationships where I'm like, all right, we're only going to, we're just going to be in love for two months and then that'll be, and then we'll leave each other forever. And then you go, or I'm a lot of girls like in between boyfriends, dude, where they're like, I just want somebody to text late at night and tell them that I love you and blah, 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 so that I don't make, bad decisions in a real dating world and i'm like all right cool i can be your favorite i don't know when this turned into zoom day. therapy session but uh i am all Work for it. i'm feel healed i feel <laughs> great i think it started last week with <laughs> yeah Laura. she she started asking all the questions it was pretty funny um well yeah you're probably i mean you're on to a bunch of stuff there but i've always been curious now i have a better sense of uh, at least where it started and then like the 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 the, uh, the porn porn friends and uh, makes total sense, but I because every time you're like oh yeah 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 you're aware, check <laughs> yeah well oh yeah uh, this hey, person this for your podcast so yeah uh, which is weird because like I don't I don't go to strip clubs 
Right. Uh, I don't like. I fucking hate being a short. And every guy says it's it's, it's it sounds like such a line, but like the only time I want to like I'll only go if you go to the uh, source. You start <laughs> messaging girls on Pornhub and you go, hey, let me be your daddy. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't know where this came came from, but like. I only like being there if I'm there with a girl. Like I've been to a couple with Corey back in Sacramento, but that was like all the, every girl that I knew when we walked in, like I met them at just being at fucking bars or whatever in Sacramento. Like I didn't, I didn't notice any, like I'd walked in and discover that they were a stripper while we were in there. Like, Oh, that reminds me. Um, what's her name? Uh, Aria. Price is that a yeah is that her name she's yeah. uh, not a stripper or porn star as far as I know but yesterday she, well they clear my Google search out of the way she posted uh, a TikTok of somebody making she's I guess she's pretty conservative but she's uh, making fun of liberals who are trying to cancel things and one of them was Dr Seuss and uh, they, I just saw something about this I didn't read it but yeah yeah. Well, late Saturday night, I was probably dr- drunk and because I didn't when she replied yesterday, I didn't I was like, oh, what did I say? Like, you know, and she wrote back because I wrote, oh, well, Dr. Seuss is kind of a bitch. <laughs> and then she wrote back and she goes, don't mess with my youth. And I was like, oh, we're good. I, it is funny because she she's never replied to anything I've ever written her. But if I if I kind of like talk shit to her a little bit, she immediately is like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like. Oh, well, he's just kind of, he's just, I mean, I think people just kind of know that he was shitty, but also he's dead, so he, he can't even be canceled, like, so I don't really think there's a problem. And right. So I'm like, I don't know why people are pouting about him being canceled. And she's like, I'm not pouting. And I was like, oh, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> but that's the thing is, uh, is everybody was like, no, I don't, don't mess with my youth. It's like, well, look, this is your youth. Uh, and sure. your whole platform, your whole stance is how sensitive liberals are and they have too many emotions but you're the one that keeps crying every time yeah. something it's funny that uh, it's funny that Corey gets drunk and snapchats girls about dr seuss that is not what i <laughs> yeah, send when i'm getting hammered uh i do like a i like a dick pic on a train i like a dick pic in the rain i like uh on a plane um Dude, well. but that's, that's the thing it's like and also that's your childhood uh if sure. It's like, I mean, it's like going outside and then like watching kids playing with yeah, their razor Yeah, my parents didn't read to me, so that doesn't affect my childhood whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like if you, if you see some kid on a razor scooter and you're like, what happened to stickball? They're canceling my childhood. Like yeah. fucking, dude, people evolve. They're not reading the same books that you read. Uh, like there's this thing about uh, they're not going to be reading To Kill a Mockingbird in high school anymore. And everybody's like, oh, everybody's so sensitive. I, give me the fucking plot then. If you're upset that we're not going to be reading this <laughs> A guy book paints anymore, a fence and me? uses the N-word a lot, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, remember tell me what the fuck it was about. You didn't pay attention to the fucking book either. You coasted your way through school. And I know that because you're an American citizen. <laughs> uh, I graduated with a 1.62 and I walked. They let me walk the stage with the barely above D average. Uh, it takes absolutely nothing to get through life in this country. And uh, there you could become. Why don't, don't you know, go back to where you came from? If you don't like it back to Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Well, it's uh, it's it's fucking it's insane. It's insane to me that because uh, what's weird though is like she loves all of my uh, every time I post like a super liberal joke talking shit about because she always likes it and she always like sends a laugh reaction. In the re- yeah, in the end, I never even watched the TikTok or don't remember watching it. Uh, so I had to go back and go. I don't even know what this says. I just know Dr. Seuss is kind of a dick, but. Uh, so I watched it and it was a joke. And so she was laughing and then I was teasing. So I'm like, oh, okay, she has a good sense of humor about her, this uh, angle that she, uh, she has on liberals canceling everything. And I'm like, all right, at least she's got a sense of humor about it. So that's fine. That's, but I yeah, remember like meeting your her. Friend, uh, what was your friend Jessica out here? Oh, Jess, Jess Johns from Reality Check TV, Vegas. Yeah, like she's... She has, uh, she has a pretty good sense of humor about it too. She, every time I post something, she laughs at it immediately. Yeah. Uh, she's totally fine with whatever the fuck I'm saying. And I'm always completely attacking her and her stance. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, this one's actually funny. I'll give you that. And I'm like, all right, dope, man. Like you're coming from a pragmatic instead of that cult fucking uh philosophy and she wore she like duetted one of my tiktoks and then put her trump hat on and then i do it or what she she lips and i duetted it and then i was like this is the worst one yet and i puke or whatever but i'm joking like whatever and she thinks that's hilarious and so it's all that's the way it should be probably but uh yeah a lot of people are like on our probably our side are a lot of uh like we, i can't even be friends with someone who believe and you're like well i don't know <laughs> i don't even yeah, want to get what was that, uh, well then you can't uh, what was that joke i was trying to trying to fuck that trump supporter girl i should bring uh, that joke back i never actually did anything with that actually well on um, that note next time we all <laughs> hang out let's do a yeah. uh <laughs> And oh. once 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 the uh once that record buttons off i got another story for you uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we uh we ought to do a show where it's like uh you can only you can only come to the show if you're a card carrying republican and then it's three of us performing and see what happens uh that'd be kind of fun uh i'm Corey michaelis comedy on all the things andrews andrew j rivers on all the things dj what are you on all the things or is the same or? uh i'm indian on all of um <laughs> no i'm uh uh it is dj s-a-n-d-h-u two zero two zero i don't know where the other 19 dj sandus came from but uh somehow i got number 20. <laughs> covid 19 dj sandus uh, yeah for real well, it was great having you, and uh, check out the Patreon to watch the video and see his handsome beard and face, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully see you in person soon. I'll hit we'll do a bonus up. episode with all the dirt that he's about to spill yeah. on. Uh, yeah, really. Ours, so. I stopped uh, recording. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody.